0: Welcome back to Work Woman. I'm particularly excited about this episode because it's something that I have never talked about, which is cancel culture. I feel like cancel culture is such a taboo thing because you don't even know what to say about it. It's like siding with the people, the popular opinion versus, sided with the unpopular opinion versus the person who was actually canceled. And the whole thing quite honestly feels taboo, especially to me where I was raised in an environment where, you know, you just like don't take a massive stance on something controversial in public. Like there's no need, I I always thought, I don't even think it was necessarily like my parents It was maybe the school system that I was in. I don't know. I haven't done this much digging on it. But I've always found myself with, I think, the majority of the population who's just like, I'm not touching it. I'm staying out of it. I'm going to have my opinion, but I'm going to stay quiet about whatever my opinion is because what's it going to do and how is it going to help? And my viewpoint on this recently shifted when I heard Grant Cardone ask, No, he didn't ask. He answered a question from somebody in an audience who asked, as a small brand, how do I get big and avoid being canceled in the process? And I loved Grant's answer. He went on to make a couple of points, but his first one was like, it's your responsibility to share whatever message or whatever thoughts you have in order to grow and scale your business. And so let me explain a couple things first. We're big believers here as part of the 10X community that people who are 10X, they aren't going to be people who are unethical or people who are screwing people over. They are hardworking dreamers, people who believe in themselves, believe in their products, believe in what they're capable of, and are actively seeking and looking to accomplish those things, get there faster, use the right tools so that they don't make mistakes and they avoid roadblocks. And so when you look at it through that lens, if somebody is so committed or so bought in to the product or service that they offer, We have to use that as baseline. Like, If you are a terrible person and you're trying to screw over a part of society, if you're trying to just lie to people, fun fact, fun story. Just this last week, I had a guy pitch me on him doing social media services for me. And he did a great job in his original email. He got my attention. I get 10 of those pitches a day. And he did something that was very different and unique that was like, okay, I will, I will listen to him. So we go through this whole email exchange. We set up a call. The call was last week. And when I got on the call, he proceeded to tell me all the people that he worked with. And most of the people I know personally and have their emails and phone numbers And so afterwards he quoted something that I thought was really expensive to me and the other pitches that I've gotten, the services that he was offering was like two or three times more expensive than everybody else. I was like, man, I wonder if these other people are paying for this. And I was actually entertaining paying for it because I thought, wow, if if he's more expensive but he's able to deliver results that other people aren't, I'm willing to pay for results. So I reach out to one of the people whose accounts he pulled up and showed me for five minutes everything that he does for her, the captions, the content creation, like in her account, used her specifically. And then I proceeded to ask a bunch of questions like, did you put this sticker here? Was this tag you? He's like, yeah, this is all me. So I reach out to her. I send her the proposal saying, hey, is this what you, in alignment with what you're paying? And her response was, He's never touched this account of mine. He's worked with me for a month on a different project, but that has nothing to do with this particular social media account. I was like, are you sure? Because then all of a sudden, maybe I'm thinking like, I wasn't thinking she was lying to me, but I wanted to make sure I was clear in my communication because it's the exact opposite of what he had just opened and shared his screen and, and talked to me through. And so I clarified. I was like, "He pulled up this account and showed me these things, and said he's doing this for you. Are you saying that he does not do any of these?" She probably thought I was an idiot because I'm like, "She, I literally just asked that question via email." She's like, "No," but I asked it again just to to be clear. And she's like, "Never once has he touched this account. This is a complete lie. Who freaking does that?" Now, my point with this: he has not paid for services or bought a product or shown up to an event for 10X because people who are freaking 10X aren't slimy, shady business people. The people who show up to this stuff, they are like the most legit, best, fantastic, hardworking, determined people I've ever met. And we luckily don't get a lot of those like goons and freaks and weirdos because just like the ethos of everything that all of us do is so committed to the purpose that we have, which is to help people. So back to getting canceled. If you're one of those type of people, you can get canceled. But if you are a business owner, and I know the majority of this audience comes to me for business advice, and you likely have been in a similar environment to me where you think canceled would be a bad thing for you, and you think that sharing an opinion that might not be popular would be a bad thing for you. And I wanna share with you the five reasons that you should put getting canceled On your bucket list. So, the first reason that you should get the the first reason that you should put getting canceled on your bucket list is because if you get canceled, that means that you are big enough for somebody to care. If you are worried about getting canceled with your five friends from high school and a couple of your college friends from Facebook, and that's the big driving factor, that is not really being canceled. To truly be canceled, it means that you have done something so enormous, so spectacular that people want to throw stones at you. I think about Rachel Hollis with this example all the time. Now, when I say canceled, I'm not thinking, who is that guy? Not Matt Damon, the guy from Good Morning Show, Matt Lauer, Matt Lauer. I'm not thinking like sexual harassment or like something just ridiculous for being canceled, like not ethical things. But somebody like Kim Kardashian recently has come under a lot of heat for her article, I think it was with Variety, where she says women these days don't work. Uh, Rachel Hollis got crucified for the video where she compared herself to Harriet Tubman and Oprah Winfrey for not wanting to be normal and not wanting to be somebody who just fits in a box. And what's crazy is for the people who get canceled for things that aren't like salacious, I oftentimes, this is totally unpopular, most of the times I agree with them. Like that Rachel Hollis video, I could get so much hate for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. When I saw that, I entirely agreed with her point of view. I 100% had no issue with everything that she was saying. She was saying that most people do not do what it takes in order to grow something, in order to get big. And all of her heroes weren't people who just fit into a box. I agree with that. Most people aren't willing to wake up early. Most people aren't willing to put extra hours in. It's just a fact. Most people are okay with being average. So when people like that get canceled... They only get canceled because they're doing big things. Rachel Hollis only got canceled because she's sold, I think at this point, hundreds of millions of copies of her books and put herself on this platform. So good for Rachel for being able to have the opportunity to get canceled because you, my friend, likely do not have enough content out there, do not have enough stuff that you've been able to promote. You don't have any sort of relevance to actually get canceled. So, Putting getting canceled on your bucket list would be an amazing thing because the good news is you're freaking big. You've done something. You've garnered enough attention to where somebody's like, no, it's not you any longer. No, your ideas are not welcome here because we'll handle that in a second. But the first reason is the reason you should put getting canceled on your bucket list is because it means that you're doing massive, big things. Okay, number two. It also means that you are taking massive risks. If you're willing to get canceled, it means that you're willing to say something that is unpopular. It means that there are likely a lot of people who disagree with you. Sometimes I struggle with this because I just wanna be, I just wanna be liked, to be honest. Like most of the time when I'm just operating in my day to day, like I want my team to like me, I want my clients to like me, and I actually sometimes forget what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. If at the end of the day, at the end of my lifetime, I just cruise through with the with the purpose of being liked, I'll be very unhappy with the outcome that I created here. If I go through life saying I'm going to talk about the things that I believe in, I'm going to stand up for people and ideas that matter to me, and I'm willing to be wrong, it means that I took risks. And it feels easy to make business risks, but to actually put your ideas and to promote those ideas out on platforms and to get known for those ideas and to say things that are controversial, it means that you are a risk taker. And my my point of view on this has changed very recently because I don't want to be the person who's liked. I want to be the person who's known for standing up for things that are important to them. And even if you and I might not agree on what those things are, I would rather have you know where I stand than not know where I stand and have you think that I'm wishy-washy because I'm actually not wishy-washy. And who wants to be thought of as freaking wishy-washy? I have a friend, I'll call this person an acquaintance and they never have a freaking opinion about anything going on. And if ever you bring up something that is controversial, it just like gets redirected. Now, in a personal conversation with me, like I will speak my mind, I have no problem saying this is what I think, this is where I'm at on this topic, but I oftentimes don't take the risk of promoting those things or talking about those things publicly because I don't think it's my place. And that's something that I'm going to change because I also think that, hey, it would be a pretty cool thing if Natalie Dawson got canceled because she spoke her mind and she accrued a whole bunch of people who agreed with her, but then also disagreed with her. And I'd actually be happier with that version of myself than somebody who nobody really knows where I sit because I think of this friend that I have. And I'm like, you just don't have a backbone. Like, that's really what I think of this person. But is that how people perceive me or you when you're not willing to actually talk about the things that are important to you? Okay, number three, why getting canceled should be on your bucket list. This means, if you've been canceled, that you aren't afraid of your own ideas. This means that you have enough confidence in the way that you process information, in the way that you think about things, in the way that you've developed yourself to look at different angles of situations, that you're not afraid of your own ideas and again, I'm going to speak from personal experience on this one. Sometimes I haven't done the work that I've needed to do in order to feel confident in my own ideas. And I'd be okay with somebody else having a bigger opinion because I just have this little loophole of like, oh, well, I haven't done my research. But if you decide to be somebody who sticks up for things, then It makes it mandatory that you do research on important topics and that you have ideas and that you're clear about what those are. And if you're not willing to do the research on important things that really matter for you to formulate a strong opinion, people are gonna disagree with you no matter what. You say it's black, somebody's gonna say it's white and vice versa. So at least you knowing and having this internal confidence, it's one of the reasons why I respect Grant Cardone so much. He is willing to take a stand on things because he's confident in why he is taking that stand. And when you believe in your own ideas, it's not just about being controversial. It also is a leadership principle. And when you're able to do that, you can lead more clearly because you're not second guessing yourself. You're not doubting yourself. You're not wondering, oh, is this the right direction or is this the wrong direction? No, you're you're clear because you have confidence in your ability to have ideas and to understand, hey, this is going to be the outcome, and I'm great with this outcome, and I want this outcome to take place. Okay, number four. Speaking of leadership, if you are canceled, you have to have been a leader. You, nobody who has been canceled isn't a leader in their sphere or their space or their industry or whatever part of the world they touch. List every single person who has been canceled. And a lot of them, you know, back in 2020, leaders of major organizations were canceled. They were leaders though. Like at least this is like the chicken or the egg. Is it worse to not lead anything but never be canceled or to be on a big platform a big stage and have something like being canceled take place. If I had to choose, like given those two options, I would choose having had a big stage. Like everything good comes with being big and then maybe failing, but this is gonna take me into the next one. I often talk about how if I am the person in a pandemic, something like COVID happens all over again and the whole world shuts down, If I'm the person that people call, I do my job every other day of the year. Like, I want to be thought of as the person that when the shit hits the fan... Like you pick up the phone and you call Natalie. You call the Dawson's to help you figure out and help provide resources and come up with a game plan. I wanna be a leader. I wanna be that person because I think that there are too few of them. And I would like to surround myself with more people who are leaders and have the audacity to have ideas and to create things and be uncertain in the moment but still push forward and have that grit to gut up in situations. If you don't wanna be a leader, I would question why. Like, what is it that you think is so bad that could happen in a leadership role for you that you're like, oh, that can be good for somebody else, but I don't need it. You should want to lead your family. You should want to be a leader in your community. Just last night, Brian and I were having this conversation. We're like, how do we get known in this community? Like, we have a business here. We're hiring people here. That's great. But like, what else do we have to do in order to be looked at by other people as hey, these are leaders inside whatever community we take part in, whether that's in Scottsdale or Miami or Vancouver, Washington. But how do we become leaders? It's an important quest to find yourselves on because it's not a selfish thing. It's about being able to help other people, but you should be for family, for your community, for your team inside your business. Maybe you don't own a business, but you still want to be a department head. Like Leadership is very important calling for people who are willing to gut up and have difficult conversations and confront themselves in a whole variety of ways that leadership always creates opportunities to do. Okay, lastly, and this is the most important part. If you're a leader and you are willing to say things that might be unpopular and get you canceled the beautiful part of being canceled from my standpoint is you only can get canceled if you quit, which means that if you don't quit, you actually can't get canceled. Like Rachel Hollis will rise from the ashes of this cancellation that she's had because Rachel Hollis isn't a freaking quitter kim kardashian you can say what you want about her she's not quitting like she is building an empire all of these people who have been canceled for not ethical issues if they don't quit they can come back and reinvent themselves and yes do i think people should go through some sort of process in order to if they've offended somebody or hurt somebody rectify that because people have responsibilities when they have platforms yes they do but But being canceled doesn't mean that somebody just doesn't exist. It's not like you're like killing somebody off and their ideas no longer exist. They very much exist. They have to go do the work, but they couldn't, they shouldn't, and they never really are canceled in perpetuity unless they themselves quit on whatever vision or dream they were originally pursuing. And so this idea of being canceled shouldn't really be that scary because you're not a freaking quitter. Like, why would you ever quit? Sure, you might make a a momentary lapse of judgment in saying something that's too harsh or comes across in a certain way. And you might have to apologize. I am certain. I can't wait to have to apologize to more people for saying something incorrectly or for being ignorant or naive. But being in the position to be canceled at least allows me to correct myself. Whereas if I never share my ideas at all, guess what? I'm going to stay ignorant, and I'm going to stay uncorrected, and then there's no conversation or change that, that could actually come from that. So to me, that's a bigger lose-lose. There's no opportunity for a win in there. I hope that I have successfully convinced you as to why being canceled should be added to your bucket list. I just have to tell you, I love this podcast so much. I love getting to talk to you. I love getting feedback from you on the different ways that I can help you through your journey leading a business, leading a team, leading yourself. The greatest gift that you can give back to me in this podcast creation process is sharing a review or sending this to any friend or family member or coworker that you think could benefit from this content. I love it honestly makes my day when I see somebody sharing a podcast episode and sharing what their favorite takeaway was because it re-inspires me oh yeah that that was a good one and I should create more of that and be able to help serve you better so with that I appreciate you and right now I want you to go to your bucket list wherever it's saved on your phone and I want you to add I want to get cancelled onto your bucket list can't wait to see you next week